Hello, everybody, and welcome to Unaired, the show where we take TV shows canceled with episodes left unaired, review them, and then pitch our ideas for how we think they could have continued. I'm Ed, and with me, we have a returning guest. We have Greg. Woo! What's up, y'all? Uh, Greg, as uh, has been on the podcast before, um, he's behind Rumor Flies, Jack of Trades. Um, yeah, that's the two main. Yeah, and also in-depth media. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this week, we covered Revenge of the Nerds, not the movie. There was a uh, unaired pilot for a TV show back in 1991. I was so excited to see this when you gave me the list of like potential shows. I saw this, and I saw... Um... Oh crap! What was the other one? That was a TV. Sh- that was a movie that they turned to a show. It was Revenge of the Nerds and um, Coming to America. Coming to America. That's right. And I was like, "Ooh, these are both really good options, and they're right next to each other." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. When I was uh, making the list, there was like a like area of just TV shows that were based on movies. I was like, "Oh, there's Legally Blonde. I don't know why that's a TV show." <laughs> but yeah, so this essentially kind of follows the plot of the movie like the first movie at least at least the first episode does yeah it's definitely the same like concept right uh so the theme song was essentially like talking about how nerds have been throughout history and has nerd versions of da vinci which i guess makes sense george washington hold up a second i don't know why he (laughs) don't know why he was lumped in there what a what a politics and military nerd exactly and then ben franklin okay he got me back with the nerds yep and i I think the the line i wrote down from was get ready for the nerd attack yep i was like so excited about it and like the the classic like cut out um shapes and purple staticky background i mean it screams 90s it's like it was a very like saved by the bell type of intro. absolutely absolutely they were definitely channeling all that I think the line I wrote down was uh, smiles with dimples, also pimples, was one of the lines from the theme song. <laughs> truly, truly a poet for the ages. A poet for the 80s. Wait, no, 90s. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it shows them uh, first moving into their dorm room. Uh, we have like a narration at first from Lewis, who is, I guess, supposed to be the main character since he's narrating it but that's also the only time he narrates which is a little weird but yeah it had a lot of the like typical things like you had your standard laugh track um it you know it's like if if you look at big bang theory this is like a proto big bang theory in a lot of ways i mean it's it's or rather you know i mean obviously they're probably not talking to each other in any meaningful way but yeah you're like it has the the narrator and it has the quirky intro and it has the laugh track it's very much like exactly what you'd expect in a like early 90s sitcom oh yeah and it definitely falls into that like stereotypical nerd trope mhm by design i mean they're like really hitting you over the head with it <laughs> oh yeah uh so we have wormser who is 11 uh booger who is kind of like a gross, gross person. We have Gilbert, who is Lewis's best friend and roommate. So Lewis and Gilbert are setting up their dorm room. And they're like, wow, in a place like Adams College, no one will ever call us nerds again. And then a bunch <laughs> of jocks walk by and just keep calling them nerds. And they're like, we should probably close the door. Yeah. And like they even have the thing where the it's it's 
as if they haven't beaten you over the head with it enough. It's like they literally have a cheerleader scene where one of them looks sympathetic, which I kind of thought was kind of funny because they kind of misdirected you on it, where she's like, how come they keep picking on them? The other one's like, because they're nerds. And she's like, uh, right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just, it's like, oh, yeah, it's self-evident. Yeah. <laughs> so Gilbert and Lewis decide they need to make, like, a signal in case one of them brings a lady back. Oh, God, back. that's right. <laughs> so... They use a necktie on the door. And he says something along the lines of like, oh, we need to have as many knots as are like integral to the gender that's back here. Or something weird. Like, some yeah, kind of, like it, which has to be divisible by blah, blah, blah. And also has a, you know, Fibonacci sequence of, da, 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 you know, yeah, it was rat, rambling math things. Exactly. <laughs> None of which probably made sense, but they were just like, eh, nobody's going to figure it out. <laughs> so then... The jocks come in and they bring in Worm Zer and Booger. Yep. And they're like, oh, this must be one of those zany college pranks. And one of the jocks introduces himself. He is Todd Channing, president of the Alpha Betas. And who is with him is Ogre, which is a very, very uh, descriptive name for this guy because he kind of looks like Shrek. Absolutely. And he grunts and, you know, he's, he's... he's very, very Ogre like. <laughs> and you have Booker, who's like totally not convinced. It's Booker, right? Who's like the rude boy, right? Oh, Booker, he's the, yeah. Yeah, he's. Is it Booger or Booker? Booger. It is Booger. Okay. I was wondering if I was missing that. I was like, this is pretty heavy handed, but I don't know. Booger? And he's like, oh, <laughs> nope, that, that, that's it. That was accurate. But <laughs> yeah, and he's like, oh, he's not going to do anything. And, you know, it's totally not aware of the fact that you have a giant grunting human being who is looking at you like he's about to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, not just that, but, like, he's just like, oh, I bet you won't do that again to him. Like, he's that type of guy. Yep. So. He throws the shovel to his friends when they're digging a hole. Exactly. So the jocks essentially take over the room and start throwing stuff out the window. Oh, that's right, because they got kicked out of the fraternity house, right? And they were like, well, it looks like we got to take over the nerds' room. Yep. And uh, they all start throwing shit out of the windows and... I think it was Gilbert walks over and he's like, hey, you can't do that. And Ogre grunts at him. So he starts throwing shit out the window, too. Yeah, that was actually kind of funny. That was like, I mean, it's 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 you've seen it more, but just it was a very casual like, ha like, yep, <laughs> join the party. <laughs> yeah, that that did get a chuckle out of me. No, this is one of those shows that it's like so bad that it's kind of good. Right. It has a few moments that definitely like I was like, ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> So, essentially, they all get thrown out the window, and the cheer- then we get to the part with the cheerleaders, where it's like, oh, why are they picking on them? Because they're nerds. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, well, that answers that question of any remote guilt or, like, anything. <laughs> exactly. Also, the other thing, really quick, that, that I did notice, this is, I kept forgetting this is undergrad. Like, it, it feels like high school. It does not, it, it never felt like a college. That's true, and all of them look kind of like they belong in high school. Yeah, it's very much a very weird flip, because usually in casting, they're working so hard to make older people look younger. And I was like, all right, obviously Worms or whatever, the, the, the little goober 11-year-old, like, he's, you know, obviously he's a kid, so whatever. But the rest of them, like, yeah, it was, it, it didn't, they, it, it definitely felt like high school. I mean, the, the college guys walking around in Letterman jackets, like, maybe I'm different 
product of a different time period, but like I don't really associate Letterman jackets and stuff with the 80s and 90s in college. Uh, it's just that's a very high school thing. I don't know. It felt like a high school. Oh, no, I definitely get that, especially because there was a part where they were posing for yearbook photos. Yeah. And I don't think college I may be wrong. My college didn't have one, but like I don't think yearbooks are a thing in college. Yeah, some schools have them, some schools don't. It's not nearly as like institutional and formalized as high school. I think any colleges that do it are generally like older colleges with some tradition of it, right? It's it's not a and and like it's basically in high school, it's pretty much basically all the way through high school for a younger age, it's mandatory. Like you got to be there for the yearbook picture, you have to participate. Right. And then essentially it's kind of like you're frowned at, like frowned upon if you don't buy the yearbook. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, one thing I wanted to point out, I don't know if you got this vibe, but I'm pretty sure they just reused the set from the campus center of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but repainted it because it looks exactly huh. like it. Huh, could be. It looks like exactly. That's a good observation. <laughs> but, like, that's the first thing that struck me. I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the cheerleaders are just like, oh, you know what? We can trick these nerds into pledging for a frat. Which they do, because they just go like, ooh, like, you'll get all these cheerleader girlfriends. So they try to pledge for, what was it, Alpha Beta, and they just get hazed big time. Yeah, and it's like, I, my nose is, all, my notes all caps, ha ha ha, hazing, am I right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, and I get it, again, product of the times. I know I did this on your last episode, too. I get on my soapbox too much, but I was like... <laughs> wow, this is why that documentary Haze makes its round through colleges. Like, this is so casually accepted. And they're literally tarred and feathered. Yeah. I don't think people understand. That's actually incredibly painful and leaves, like, horrible. Like, it's terrible. It's, like, a really, really, really bad thing. It's not just, like, I don't know. It's worse than, like, putting on glue on your skin. It's really bad. Exactly. <laughs> also, like who has tar and feathers? <laughs> uh, apparently, the alphas, alpha, what is it, alpha pies or whatever. Alpha Deltas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although to be, yeah, I guess a, it's, a, I'm sure a frat will get its hands on all kinds of crazy things. But yeah, I was definitely, I saw them tarred and feathered. I was like, that's not just going to come off in the shower. Yeah. Like, it advanced from them getting like soaked with buckets of water, smashing an egg on their head and then tarred and feathered. Yeah. It was, I was just like, okay. <laughs> like this isn't like the nerds getting a wedgie. This is like what happens to a lot of people across the country and sometimes results in deaths. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is, I don't know. I, and again, it's through the lens of 2017, blah, blah, blah. But I just definitely, I was like, the whole time, like, it, it keeps escalating. Hope it stops. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just, I felt the same way. I was just like, this went zero to a hundred real fast. Yeah. It's like, haha, nerds, I'm going to kick you out of your room. By the way, you're getting hazed. <laughs> also, a bunch of smart guys. I get they're socially oblivious, but I was, I, I can't read too much into it. It's a sitcom. They're, 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 you know, they're looking for funny plot points. doesn't really matter if the people are acting consistently. So I'll let that point go. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this, uh, Lewis has this like very profound speech while they're all tarred and feathered. There was a part that made me laugh where he sits down and stands back up and there's a newspaper stuck to him. Yeah. And what he say? He's like, he's just going, he's like, Oh, I love when he gets like this. Yeah. <laughs> I guess they're kind of harking back to the Revenge of the Nerds movie, obviously. Oh, yeah, definitely. They're trying to, like, tap into that as much as they can to hook you in the first episode, I guess. Yeah. Which, this came out, like, what, eight or nine years? They did this, like, eight or nine years after the movie. Yeah, because this was 91, and I think the movie was 84? Yeah, something like Yeah, I looked it up, actually. Yeah, it's, I, I think the number is it's seven or eight years, so yeah. 
Yeah. So they decide they're going to start their own frat. And uh, they are meeting with a frat advisor, like the national fraternity advisor. And this is when we get into some product of the times territory. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is where it gets real dicey, and I was not expecting it. (laughs) Yeah, it got like a little uncomfortable, not going to lie. I wind up at a traditionally black fraternity and like to the point where I'm like, haha, I guess it's kind of funny. And then they start blatantly telling them and I'm like, okay, we're going to get into some, all right, let's, let's go down this road. Let's see, let's see how this, let's see how this pans out. I want to see how 1994 handles this topic. (laughs) (laughs) Which, okay. There was a joke in this part that like in hindsight, it kind of like is terrible because he goes, oh, I noticed you guys didn't use a uh, group photo in your application. Good call. And I thought that was just, yeah. (laughs) I thought it was just supposed to be him like, oh, because they're nerds. But then we find it's out. It's like, because this... you're a bunch of white dudes. <laughs> exactly. Because this is an all black fraternity. I think the line oh that they God. used was, what do you notice about these brothers? They're all brothers. They're all brothers. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. And then the fact that the young kid threatened an all black fraternity with a discrimination class action lawsuit. I was like, Oh boy, are we gonna start talking about reverse discrimination? Is that is that the conversation we want to have right now? Is that is that how you want to start like start your pilot? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely like this was like twelve minutes in too. Like this isn't even like the end of the pilot. They hit you hard with this. I I know exactly what line, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you deliver that towards the end because I don't want to steal the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they end up saying like, okay, fine. Technically, you are entitled to a 60-day trial period. So we just need to find you an advisor. And PT, who is like there, who ends up being their advisor, is just like, oh, well, who's going to be dumb enough to do that? And the like... Oh, you shouldn't call yourself dumb. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The main main person at the fraternity is like, I wouldn't call you dumb. And it's like, ruh And they start doing their weird rodeo thing where they run around like... <laughs> yeah. That's another thing that bothered me was their laugh was like so like grating. Yeah. And they were trying, you could tell they were trying really hard to get like their thing, right? You know, the, the, like how, um, what was, uh, what was the line in a uh, full house you'd always say? Oh, there were so many like pin a rose on your nose. Oh, my Lanta. So it was very much going for that kind of thing where it's like they, you see it in the intro, you see it at the end, like they do this little, like ripping, you know, whipping their wrists around and like some sort of weird, wagon circle thing i don't know yeah it was almost like how uh <laughs> tim allen does like the ho 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 thing uh, a, uh, yeah <laughs> just like a weird grunt <laughs> yep yep so, and somehow they're all synchronized so there was one line i forgot to mention that actually got a laugh out of me um pt is just like all right i want you all to line up and like puff your chests out and he goes up to gilbert and says you call that a chest and Gilbert says, well, actually, it's just a place to hang my nipples. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. It was like <laughs> such a dumb line that got me. Oh, absolutely. And like, also, it was a little, that's also kind of that older territory. Where like, I don't know, see, hearing like nipples in a potentially day co- daytime sitcom, I was like, ooh, look at them being edgy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, yeah, it, it was, I wasn't expecting that line. That was actually kind of funny. I'll, I'll give it to him. <laughs> oh, yeah. We'll, we'll chalk that up to two for Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> <laughs> so they need to find a fraternity house now. The only one they can afford is one that had an axe murderer in it. 
and there's like still chalk lines everywhere, police tapes up everywhere. And yep. it's like them kind of like trying to renovate, which I'm surprised they didn't do like a montage. Cause like that's, oh, you're right. Like, it was like prime for a montage. I guess they didn't want to really renovate a house or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess they were going to have to eventually. Eventually. So there is, oh, maybe that's an episode. We'll get there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, Lewis t- is talking to Gilbert and he's just like, oh, check out this thing I made. It's a passive workout device. It kind of like oh, stimulates God, your right. muscles. <laughs> so they, he goes, oh, I'm going to test it on the hamster. And he like presses it too many times and the hamster goes flying through a wall. And he's like, don't worry. That was just a test dummy. Here's the real Dude, hamster. I, I legitimately sat there and I went, okay, it looks really fake. But I want to know if they just like did a whole scene where they like jokingly killed the pet. And then, and I like, I will give the full credit because it's a total misdirection. Like they did that, and he goes, he's like, oh my god. He goes, no, it's not real. He's like, oh okay, okay. Oh yeah. Because uh, I, 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 I was reacting the same way, so I was like, all right, well done, well played, well played. So <laughs> while, uh, while they're trying to like paint the house, a brick comes through the window with a note that says, "This is your only warning, nerds. Get out or continue on. Continue the next on brick. the next brick. Yeah. <laughs> brick goes through the window. Else." Which they had room to write, continue on next brick, but they couldn't fit else on there. Maybe it was in tiny letters and they wanted to make sure that all the text was formatted similarly. Oh, that's true. That could, that could be it. But they're also, I think maybe it's emphasizing that they're dumb jocks. You know, I think that might've been the route they were going for in, in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true at the time. I was like, ha, that's funny, but also kind of what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, essentially... What happens is they're in the campus center again during the yearbook photos and the cheerleaders are up and Booger goes over and goes like, I'd love to be underneath this when the pyramid collapses. Ha, ha, oh my ha. God. Yeah. Super gross. Super creepy. And then it's time for the jocks to come in and do their pictures. And the nerds kind of call him out and are about to start a fight. And PT steps in. And he's just like, no, you're going to have to go through me. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of nice. Like he's kind of adopted them as his nerds but they're like no we we can handle this pt and it turns out they all have those little workout devices and they like stimulate all the jocks to like flail around and they run away Yeah, it took me a second to figure it out so i'm guessing they planted it because the guys came in wearing their padding so i'm guessing somehow they put it on the padding and their uniforms and it just conducted through because it's not like they snuck it onto their bodies right <laughs> so i'm guessing it's through their equipment yeah because i don't think there's like a wi-fi device type thing no, no this is no, 1991 no. yeah <laughs> uh so Unless he- they're super nerds and they figured out how to electrically stimulate people across the room in which case call it darpa but <laughs> <laughs> so pt's like super proud and he's like my main nerds yes thank you god i was like i was like oh like it was even the way he says like my main nerds i was like oh boy yeah oh boy it's like oh, okay, God. like you're trying to like you started you started getting racist halfway through, and then you made it even more racist. I'm not comfortable anymore. It really, it really was like, I, and, and honestly, we'll get to this. I think that contributed to why it didn't succeed. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and uh, and and one line he did say earlier, I forgot to mention at the house. I just didn't want to interrupt you. Was uh, it was pretty funny where he he did say he's like, you're gonna take it because you're nerds. You're gonna get a job. You're gonna military. You're gonna make weapons of mass destruction. I was like, whoa, that escalated. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> And the thing is, they kind of did. Oh, you're right. They did solve it with weapons, basically, with, like, electrocuting people. Damn, <laughs> these nerds are vicious. 
Yeah, that's pretty. That's that's it's a uh, it's pretty intense. <laughs> and then there's a post credit scene where Booger runs underneath the py- the pyramid of cheerleaders, uses the device to make them fall. Oh, that's right. And you know that I think that's what did. That's right. I forgot. I I, I wrote down. Well, there goes my pad theory and i went well wait why'd i write that down because he used it on them yeah so i guess it just like you zap people with it i, I you know like you just literally just go like and just fire it across the room i'm like oh, okay i mean like i said call darpa i'm sure the pentagon would love to see this <laughs> so yeah that is revenge of the nerds the tv show uh so we're going to take a quick little break and once we come back we will do our pitches Do you ever wonder what would happen if you had a robot select three random elements and then gave those elements to pretend entrepreneurs and then those pretend entrepreneurs use those things to inspire amazing pitches? Hi, I'm Derek, host of The Wild Pitch, and I'll tell you what would happen. You get an absurdist Shark Tank style show called The Wild Pitch. New episodes every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever podcasts are found. So Greg, had this somehow made it past the pilot, what kind of episodes do you think we would have seen? So my my thing is, you know, to kind of touch a little bit on like why I think it failed. Like the the black fraternity thing, I think is what kind of nuked the show. Um, I think like it was like it's not very funny, but a lot of sitcoms aren't. Like when you really get down to it, right. they like have their own charm, and you relate to it in some way, or it becomes part of your ritual, right? So. Leading into what I think would be the next episode, I would imagine they're going to stick. I I would hope they'd shy away from like keep putting them in situations where it's like fish out of water, but um and focus more on the nerd. And so I kind of went down that way because I was like, okay, they solved the problem by electrocuting guys. So I'm guessing each episode they're going to come up with some sort of technological or knowledge base. Like they rationalize their way a little dicey with the discrimination thing, right? To get what they wanted. Always they solve with their brain, not their bronze. Right. So the next episode would probably involve something, I was thinking either the next episode or an episode that would happen eventually involving like rocketry and fire. Like what screams nerd more than space stuff, right? Like launching things. And so I feel like some revenge plot's gonna be like the other fraternity does something like trashes their place or like ruins a party they were gonna throw because they were gonna finally like throw a party like a real fraternity or it's coming up to the end of their thing and they're not like their their probation period, right? And so they get revenge somehow by like launching a rocket and like, you know, blowing through a part of their house, like not killing people, but they'd find some way, because they clearly don't mind electrocuting people, they'd find some way to use pyrotechnics and like rockets to like get revenge, maybe do like the atomic wedgie, right? Like literally like attach it to a bunch of football players' underwear and like launch a rocket and it just gives them a <laughs> massive wedgie. So I like that image came to mind specifically, but just I, I could just see like rocketry and fire because yeah, nerds love rockets, right? Like isn't exactly. that a thing? <laughs> and they could like be like, Oh, I'm no rocket scientist. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Boo. Okay, that's good. I'll, I'll, yeah, that was funny. That would, be a, that would be a line in it. Let's be real. Oh, yeah, 100%. It doesn't take rocket science to solve this. Wait a second. <laughs> Next scene. <laughs> and it'd definitely be like a, like a quick star wipe. Oh, God. Yeah, just, whoop, just right through. Yep. <laughs> So yeah, that'd be mine. It's something involving that, and, and I think like an atomic wedgie or like doing something as revenge to their house. I could see it. Yeah. So I think we. I, I was getting a very like Rick Moranis vibe from Lewis. Mm. So I'm thinking 
why don't we have this crossover with Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? <laughs> oh, God, where they, like, shrink themselves or something? Yeah, so, like, Wayne Zielinski is going to be uh, Lewis's uncle. Oh, you mean literally a crossover? Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, that'd be great. And Wayne Zielinski comes to visit. And this is when the nerds decide, like, oh, we're going to pull a prank on other frat guys. We're going to take his uncle's shrink ray and shrink them just a little bit so that none of their clothes fit. Because, like, that's <laughs> that's their dumb idea of a prank. But right. they screw up and accidentally shrink them to, like, the size of, like, an ant. And it's just going to be, like, them trying to figure out how to reverse it. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, and so, like, I'm trying to think of, like, how the, the jocks respond. Are they going to be the, like, oh, like, shaking and scared? It's going to be like, you damn nerds! Can't believe we did this! We got practice coming up! <laughs> like... It's just going to be them, like, wailing and screaming at them and, like, terrorizing, like, breaking their pencils and stuff like that or, like. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. Like, they could try and get revenge for that while they're smiling. I was saying they're running around their dorm room, like, ruining things, like, breaking locks and, like, you know, messing with their medications and, you know, because obviously they all have asthma, I'm sure, you know. <laughs> they, all have, they all have inhalers, let's be real. Yeah, yeah they all, like, judging by the show, every one of them's got inhalers. Yeah, and like maybe and allergies, like, and you know. <laughs> and maybe there's like a joke where like one of the jocks is just like, "Oh shit, this pizza's real big now. I'm cool with this." And then you see him like leaning against the cardboard box, like big belly, like, "Oh, that was amazing." Oh yeah, just just all from like one slice of pizza. Yeah, and then like Wayne Zelinsky comes back in, and they're like, "Unky, I shrunk the jocks," and <laughs> and then Wayne's just like, "Oh, you just reverse it. Boom, done. Bam." That's uh, <laughs> I like I like that'd be that that actually be pretty funny to see Rick Moranis in that. It'd be fun to see him in anything. Yeah, I miss Rick Moranis. I know when you hear about all the stuff about like oh he did it to folks on his family and you're like, yeah, I respect that I guess. Yeah, but like also like his kids got to be old enough now. Like come back, Rick. Come on, buddy. Come on. We uh uh not too fast. Oh uh, come on. It's okay. <laughs> I'll put my hand out so you can sniff it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other uh, ideas for episodes? That, that was really, I just kept coming up with like theories of just like, okay, they're going to technologically solve their way out of everything or like rationalize their way out of it. So like I could see them play football against the jocks or something and like wear like suits of armor, stuff like that. I just see a bunch of situations like that. Like they have like chain mail instead of pads. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and like helmets and they like, you know, pull the little grate up and, you know, for king and country or something, yelling ridiculous nerd things or Klingon or something and charging at them. <laughs> I could definitely see that happening. Yeah. So there's, yeah, I just see a bunch of versions of just like getting in shenanigans and then they build something or wire something or argue their way out of it. That seems to be it's mind over brawn, right? That's kind of the theme I'm guessing. Yeah. So I feel like there would probably be an episode with a toga party. Oh yeah. Cause they got, uh, yeah, they got to yeah. go into all the college tropes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like PT is probably like secretly proud that, they're about to throw a party, but he's also got to be stern and be like, oh, no, you can't throw a party. Wink. Yeah. And then he ends up very disappointed because they try and just do like a very historically accurate toga party. And they just like try and like lecture the <laughs> and guests. Like parliamentary debate and like are arguing on the Senate floor. Exactly. And they're like <laughs> teaching everybody about Roman culture. I think it was Romans that did the togas. I don't remember. <laughs> and then like maybe like one of the guests is just like, at least there's wine. Wait a minute. This is just juice. And they're like, well, duh, you can't have alcohol on campus. Yeah, or it's like, oh, I wouldn't want to interfere with my rhetorical skills. Exactly. 
Oh God! Oh, they did. I, I did forget to mention. Um, they did the. They did get their nerds moment like earlier on. Oh yeah, that's it, it true. wasn't. It wasn't quite the same. Like you know, the guy like in the movie screaming it because they did something to them. Just the guy passing by the room. Nerds. Yeah. There's uh, there was also a moment when they were tarred and feathered, where they like try and put all their hands in to do like a nerds cheer, and they all get stuck together. Yeah, all for one and one for all. Oh yeah. <laughs> So I feel like the natural progression of this this show would be four seasons, each covering a year of college. And mm. only way I could see it end is with graduation. And like maybe like season four is them like earning the respect of the other fraternity. Like, okay, you know what? You guys you guys did your thing. Like you managed to build up a fraternity. You're cool now. And they're like We had some laughs. We got you, you got us. Exactly. And they're like we, if you want to, you can join our fraternity. It's just like, we don't need your fraternity. And like, Bam. then there's going to be like a heartfelt goodbye to PT and like graduation. And then PT is probably going to be like, I'm going to miss you nerds. And they're going to be like, well, lucky for you. We still have grad school. Boom. Revenge of the nerds, grad school, the sequel series. Oh God. <laughs> and you can see it. they're all like they're all like doing the and like running around circles around him and he's just like looking in the air like oh god why it's like a crash zoom on his face and he's like no absolutely freeze frame fade out exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh god i didn't even think about the grad school angle <laughs> <laughs> you know boy meets world kind of did that with going from high school to college same with saved That's by the true. bell so i think you know natural progression Absolutely. But unfortunately, another show pulled before its time. Yeah, unfortunately. Wink. <laughs> Wink. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's going to make a triumphant comeback, guys. 20, 23 years later, it's coming. Exactly. With the original, <laughs> with the original cast. <laughs> the original cast. Oh, God. <laughs> so I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, mm-hmm. Greg, would you like to do a quick little plug for your shows? Sure. Um, if you like Snopes and Mythbusters, uh, check out Rumor Flies. It's rumorfliespodcast.com, and you can just find us at Rumor Flies on basically any podcast platform. If you love comic book reviews, really diving in uh, hardcore, check out Jacks of Trades. That's jacksoftradespodcast.com, and Jacks of Trades on virtually every podcast platform. And uh, yeah, if you're ever in New Orleans, uh, I don't know, hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, folks. Hit him up in New Orleans. Boom. Uh, yeah, definitely check out those shows, too. They're both very good shows. I listen to them all the time. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Greg. Thank you for coming on. Um, always, It's always fun. I, I, Like you said, you contact me like, hey, we're going to come back on. Like, hell yeah. yeah. Let's watch some trash. Let's do it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so follow us on Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff. We're on pretty much everything. MySpace, Friendster. Um, yeah, just search Unaired Podcast. I think that actually would be funny to start a MySpace page for the podcast. I might do that. Oh my god, that'd be really good, dude. If if Friendster's still around, <laughs> a Neil. And I will account. say this: I've, I've mentioned it in the last episode too. But man, if y'all haven't gone through the backlogs, I always tell people the Heil Honey, I'm home. I just like that was my foray into your show, and I was like, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah, like we're talking about this being offensive flags. I was like, oh my god, yeah. it's literally a Hitler sitcom, like. A hitcom. I think I made that joke before. <laughs> oh, Jesus. But yeah, I just want to say for all of you, I love plugging that episode because it's so damn funny. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, just remember, some things are better left unaired. Bye. I'm Jay. I'm Bob. 
And I'm Corey. We are the Cretans Guild. We're a trio of man-children whose friendship predates the Lion King, Green Day's Dookie, the N64, and the Chunnel. We have backgrounds working in television, video games, radio broadcasting, creative writing, and pizza delivery. That's a large cheese, right? On our podcast, Nerd or Not, you'll hear us talk about board games, TV, movies, comics, collectibles, video games, wrestling, theme parks. We even did a segment on pizza. So check and listen to us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And check out our socials on Twitter and Instagram under Cretans Guild. Welcome to the Guild. <laughs>